When it comes to financial advice, you got to trust the source. It's why you listen to this podcast. When I'm looking to upgrade my wallet, I turn to NerdWallet. Their expert team of nerds dives into the details to help you find smarter financial products. Before NerdWallet, I was paying for vacations all wrong. (laughs) I was missing out on miles. I didn't even know I was leaving on the table. Now I've got a new card with more miles and more upgrades. What could future you do with more travel rewards? I don't know, maybe that fancy hotel upgrade that you have always been dreaming about. Wherever you go next, make it happen with a smarter travel credit card. Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. NerdWallet. Finance smarter. As with all cards, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. I'm going to be real with you. Identity theft is on the rise, and you do not want to wake up one morning and discover that your bank account has been emptied, or you're overdue on credit cards you never even applied for. We talk about this often on the podcast, but you don't realize how much of your information is available to scammers on the internet and how susceptible you and your family are to identity theft and fraud. I know, it's scary, but now you can get your data removed with Delete Me. That's why I personally choose Delete Me. Delete.me is a subscription service that removes your personal information from the largest people search databases on the web, and in the process helps prevent potential ID theft, doxing, and phishing scams. I just started using Delete.me and I got my regular personalized privacy report. and <laughs> I was shocked what they found and removed. It was pages of information about me that I did not want online. Here's how it works. You sign up and provide DeleteMe with exactly what information you want deleted, and their experts take it from there. I cannot tell you how relieved I felt to have DeleteMe. And you know, it's also a great service for your parents or grandparents to help protect them from identity theft. DeleteMe is not just a one-time service. DeleteMe is always working for you, constantly monitoring and removing the personal information you do not want on the internet. Take control of your data and keep your private life private by signing up for Delete Me, now at a special price for my listeners. Today, get 20% off your Delete Me plan when you go to joindeleteme.com etm and use promo code etm at checkout. The only way you get 20% off is to go to joindeleteme.com etm and enter code etm at checkout. J-O-I-N-D-E-L-E-T-E-M-E dot com slash E-T-M. Go to joindeleteme.com slash E-T-M and use code E-T-M for 20% off. How do I get my money and credit score in check this fall on this episode of Shauna Shares Community Q&A? Welcome to Everyone's Talking Money Podcast. I'm your host, Shauna Game. There's no judgment, no dumb questions, just smart conversations about you and your money. So come on in and grab a seat. Everyone is welcome here. As a business-to-business marketer, your needs are unique. B2B buying cycles are long, and your customers face incredibly complex decisions. Isn't it time you had a marketing platform built specifically for you? LinkedIn Ads empowers marketers with solutions for you and your customers. LinkedIn Ads allows you to build the right relationships, drive results, and reach your customers in a respectful environment. 
you'll have direct access to 875 million members, 180 million senior-level executives, and 10 million C-level executives. You'll be able to drive results with targeting and measurement tools built specifically for B2B. And you'll work with a partner who respects the B2B world you operate in. LinkedIn Ads is also ranked number one for security, community, and ad experience as part of the Business Insider's Digital Trust Study. Make B2B marketing everything it can be and get a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash advertise to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash advertise. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome back to the show in this edition of Shauna Shares Community Q&A. So our cue today comes from Jackie, and Jackie says, Hello, Shauna. I finally worked up enough courage to send in a question. I'd love to know any money tricks you have for this fall, and in particular regarding my credit score. I'm really trying to get my money stuff together this fall and better my credit score. My score has not been so good for quite a while now, my fault totally, but I've decided I really just need to wise up and tackle this ASAP. I'd love to know any tips, tricks, strategies, anything you got would be super, super helpful. Thank you so much again for all your amazing advice on the show. It really has changed my life, and I'm sure it has changed other people's lives as well. Jackie, thank you so much for working up the courage. See, that wasn't so hard. (laughs) I hear you, right? There is nothing like the fall to realize that we only have a few more months this year. And it starts to get those wheels turning about your money and wanting it to go in the right direction. And you're you're definitely not alone. This is the time that I start reevaluating everything as well. And credit score is one of the most requested topics on the show. And I think it's because there are so many different credit models out there and it's normal for your score to fluctuate from time to time. Not to mention if you look at five different credit score apps, you're going to have five different scores. And so it's really nauseating to figure out, okay, what is actually my credit score? And then from that point, what do I do to try and get this thing in a better position? So I recently did an episode on the podcast where I interviewed Rod Griffin from Experian, and he shared some amazing tips about how to ace your fall financial checkup and how to get your credit score really pointed in the right direction before the new year. So I thought, why not just hear from Rod again? These tips are solid tips. They're things you can come back to over and over again. So let's take a listen to what he had to say. All right. So Rod, we are now into the fall, rolling quickly into the winter. And I know that Experian did this survey where they found that more than half of millennials say that they overspent the summer, they racked up more credit card debt. This is a trend that we see quite often, right? right? Coming into the fall and as we move into the holidays and into the new year, that is unfortunately a, a trend we do see. I think it cuts across all ages, unfortunately. Uh, it's, it's a tempting time of year and easy to get into trouble. Yeah, absolutely. And so I think everyone's brain is we get to this time of year. And of course, we're thinking about how we're going to spend money. We've got Black Friday and Cyber Monday. and It just feels like they keep throwing more spending opportunities at us. Uh, but this is a great time also to really look at your finances, start thinking about the end of the year, start thinking about next year. And I know you've got 
five tips to help us ace our fall financial checkup. So I thought, let's just dive right into those. I know the first one is to have a fall credit overhaul. Tell me a little bit about what someone should be doing when they're looking at their credit this fall. Well, one of the things we know is that everyone's entitled to a free copy of their credit report, but fewer than half who are eligible actually get it. Wow. So it's really important that you check your credit report, know what's in it. Usually you're going to find that it's completely accurate. That's what we hope and that's what we we strive for. And at the same time, you'll be able to see where you are in terms of the debts you have, the accounts that are open. You can verify whether or not you might be a victim of identity theft, which we, again, hope is not the case. So you know, check that credit report. Know what's in it. It's free once every 12 months. At the same time, you might consider getting a credit score. Uh, if you get a free report through the annual report site, there's a, a typically a, a nominal fee. But you can get free scores from other places as well. I mean, Experian has an app that you can use. Uh, you know, We talk about Experian Boost. Most people have heard about that. You get a free score and report as well. I actually get two free scores. But get the score, get the report. That will tell you where you stand. Most importantly, when you're looking at your credit report as you're working on that fall credit overhaul, get the risk factors that go with the score because they'll tell you what from your credit report you need to work on to make that score better, make that credit report better. And if you do those things, you're going to have a much better holiday season. You're also going to have a much better new year. So that's what we really want to have happen. And what do you suggest if someone is looking at their credit score and they do notice either an error or fraud? How should they best go about trying to get that removed or solved? Yeah, and when you get your credit report, you'll be able to see everything that Experian has in its file. So Mm. you'll see your whole credit report, all of your identifying information, all of your account information, what we call inquiries or records of who's looked at your credit report, both you hear the term soft and hard. So when you've applied for credit, you might see a hard inquiry. If you've got pre-approved offers or um, insurance or gotten your own report, those are soft inquiries. Only you see them, but we have those there for you. If you see anything that concerns you about fraud, you should contact Experian and simply go to our website, experian.com slash fraud. And you can add what we call an initial security alert. It's free, no cost to do that. It says, I may be a victim of identity theft before granting credit my name. Verify my identity or call me and you can give us a telephone number. Mm, Yeah. So we then would share that with our competitors with TransUnion and Equifax, so all three of the national credit reporting companies. That gives you 12 months of protection. and, And so... Lenders have to respond to those alerts. Anytime anyone asks for your report, we notify them that that alert's on file. So that's first step. Then you can get a fr- another free report. Make sure that everything is okay. If there's anything that is potentially fraud or you believe is fraudulent, you can dispute that as fraudulent and we'll be able to work with you uh, as you go through that. If you know that you're a victim, uh, and have evidence. And I've had that happen. I had uh, yeah. tax fraud. Happen. Oh my gosh. Um, I was really excited at first. I got a <laughs> check for like $6,000 in the mail from the IRS. And, yeah. went, and then I went, Oh wait, I haven't filed my tax returns yet. So then I was worried. Uh, but went to the police department, your local police department will know how to do this. You can file a fraud, uh, report 
or an identity theft victim report. And with that, a copy of it, you can upload it. We can add a free extended fraud victim statement. That stays for seven years on the report. It says, I am a victim of identity theft before granting credit. My name, call me. And then you can give us two telephone numbers. So you can give us a day and an evening or a cell phone and a I don't know if anybody has landlines anymore, so maybe <laughs> desk phone, whatever it might be, uh, but two telephone numbers. And so if anybody applies for credit, again, it's going to alert the business or the lender to call you first so that you're protected. Uh, and that, again, that lasts seven years or until you ask us to remove it. Uh, those are the, the three first steps I would always recommend. Mm, and do you see uh, fraud? Is is this continuing to rise, or does it level out at all? Or what? Like, what are you seeing from your end? Yeah, it's interesting in that identity thieves are very clever, um, and credit fraud is just one um, result of identity theft. So, if someone steals your identity through a data breach, for example. Um, they may use it to commit identity theft and those alert or pardon me to commit credit fraud. If they use it to commit, commit credit fraud, it would then trigger those alerts on your credit report because someone would check it. But identity, identity thieves also do other things with your identity. They may apply, for example, at for uh, a buy here, pay here auto dealership that mm. doesn't check your credit report. Uh, they might get a payday loan that doesn't check your credit report. They might use your identity for employment fraud. All sorts of things they can do. Uh, they might use your identity to commit tax fraud, which does not involve getting a credit report. So it wouldn't trigger those alerts. Uh, and so it's important to continue to be diligent about how you use your identity, checking that credit history. The alerts will give you some protection there. Uh, but you also have to, to be aware that Protecting your credit report will help prevent credit fraud resulting from identity theft, but it doesn't stop identity theft. Very sneaky. <laughs> Very. Wow. Okay. Well, step number two, I think is probably nobody's favorite step, but is really important. And that is just the cash flow and debt checkup, which everyone should be, we know we should be doing this and yet we just don't want to do it. It feels like maybe another chore. So what are we looking for in this step when we're looking at our cash flow in debt? It's that, you know, that word everybody hates, it's budgeting, right? It's that yes. budget. And we all feel like that's, as you said, it's a chore. It's a lot of work. It seems like, but if you're managing a budget, a budget really is a, a tool that can help you be more financially healthy, can help you identify where you're spending that you don't have to be. It gets to the whole want versus need conversation and can help you save money. It can help you when you check your credit report, you'll know what debts are outstanding. If you're behind on payments, which is by far the most important factor in credit scores, you know, late payments account for, uh, or what we call delinquency, accounts for about 40% of a Vantage score, so anywhere from 35 to 40% uh, with FICO, for example. Yeah. Uh, so uh, that's the most important factor. So checking it, it's another reason to get that credit report. Check that credit report so you know what's in it because it empowers you to act on it. Uh, we don't always want to see it, 
And when I talk to groups, I often ask people, will they raise their hand if they've gotten their credit report? And people's heads drop to their chest and they shake their head, no, I haven't. <laughs> I ask them, why? And it's because I don't want to know what's there. And if you don't know what's there and you don't get it, you can't do anything about it. And so that's the first step. Get that report. Understand where your money's going, uh, where it's going out, where it's coming in, because that budget, understanding the credit report really lets you map where you want to go. So without a budget, without understanding where your debts are, you can't set goals and you can't reach that destination. Yeah. And also, interest rates are really important too, right? Most people don't know what the interest rates are associated with their credit cards. I've actually had quite a bit of luck calling and getting interest rates on my credit cards lowered. And I know that they wouldn't lower it voluntarily, that I had to actually make that call and take some initiative. But do you find that a lot of people have no idea what their interest rates are? Unfortunately, yes. You know, people don't know how much they're, what they're, they don't know how much they're paying in interest. They don't know if they have annual fees or, or how much they are. They don't understand quite often that if they have a late payment, their interest rate could increase substantially. Mm, I've seen instances yeah. where interest rates can double nearly, wow. uh, if, if you miss a payment. So, it's really important to understand what you're paying. And you're right. If you talk to the lender and if you have a good credit history and a good credit score, it's another one of those things that with a good credit score, you can go back to your credit card company and say, hey, I want a better interest rate because my credit's in really good shape and I can go to someone else. So it gives you bargaining power uh, as a consumer. Yeah, yeah. So you mentioned the the kind of keyword there. If you have a good credit score, it, it, according to uh, Experian, what would classify as a good credit score? Yeah, and here's the answer to every credit reporting question. Uh, it <laughs> depends. Uh, so it really depends on the lender. They decide what credit scores are acceptable to them, what will qualify for their best terms and rates. Uh, lenders have different risk tolerance, so. It pays to shop around as well to find the lender that's right for you. But generally, scores above 700 are considered prime, which means you will probably qualify, but maybe not at the best rates. Scores that are 750 and higher will typically get the best terms. So that's kind of the target to shoot for. You don't have to have a perfect credit score. In fact, there's really no such thing as a perfect credit score because different scores have different scales. And so you may have a, a, the highest score on one score and not on another one. Yeah, that's good to hear because I hear a lot of feedback from people that they're trying to get that perfect score. And I always say, well, it doesn't exist and you shouldn't be aiming for that anyway. So it's good yeah. to hear another expert, uh, you know, validate that, that statement. Well, uh, it, go ahead. Sorry. If, if you are trying to get that perfect score, if you, if you could see me, you would know you, you don't want as much gray hair as I have. <laughs> and if you were trying to get that perfect score, you would just give yourself more gray hair. Uh, you know, it's about common sense doing the right things. Uh, if you're going to work on your credit scores, you have to pay your bills on time every single time and you have to keep your credit card balances low. The lower, the better. And that's really the, the, the secret to credit scores. There really isn't one. Yeah. 
What about the the question that I hear a lot? Let's say you just have like a whoopsie and you forget your payment, but you're still you're outside of the 30 days, but you're within, say, 30 and 60 days. Obviously, most lenders will tack on some sort of late fee. But is there any procedure you should go through if you find yourself in that period? I mean, should you call the lender? Should you just make the payment? Is there any advice or guidance you have on that? From a credit reporting standpoint, I think first is that we don't consider a payment late until you've missed a full billing cycle. And that's why it's 30 days, 60 days, 90 days. So if you're just a day or two late, it's not going to affect your credit report if you pay it right away. But you're right. If you are late, the lender will likely charge late fees. They may increase your interest rate. It's about understanding that contract you have and what the terms are. Uh, So it can be very costly. Uh, typically not from a credit reporting standpoint, unless you miss a full month, essentially. Uh, so it. don't have to worry about the report so much, but you will, there will be consequences. That said, life happens and lenders recognize that. And if you've never had a late payment, never had any issues, and you stumble because something's happened, notify your lender, call them right away. And they may be willing to waive that late fee, uh, remove the late payment. Uh, Even if it's been a full billing cycle, they may tell you that they won't report that late payment or will remove it from the credit report. So always work with your lenders. The weather is getting warmer. I'm so excited. And it is time to say goodbye to all those jackets and sweaters and hello to the shorts and t-shirts. I wanted to update my summer workout wardrobe for the long haul without, you know, spending a fortune. Luckily, I found Quince and I am in love. Quince is your go-to place from everything from premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, timeless 14-karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part of all, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes those savings on to you. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. I love that. Okay, I bought the dreamiest pair of workout leggings and a bright pink workout top to match. Honestly, ladies, I gotta tell you, these leggings you need. The price cannot be beat and I feel like a million bucks wearing this cozy workout friendly outfit. I've worn it for like five days straight. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash etm for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash ETM to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash ETM. Okay, friend, I want to know, what are your money goals this year? Are you saving to buy a house or maybe a wedding or a dream vacation to somewhere tropical? If that's you, please, please take me with you. Or maybe you want to just grow your emergency fund because let's be real, life is expensive. I want to make sure you reach your goals, so you need Monarch. That's why the Wall Street Journal named it the best app for growing your savings. 
Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. You can create custom budgets, track progress towards your financial goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com etm. Here's what I love. Monarch is the most customizable budgeting app. You can change the layout of your dashboard. You can go between light and dark mode. You can create custom budgets and notifications. You can set up all of these automatic rules for your transactions and notifications and so much more. Monarch is obsessed with constantly improving their product. Get this. They release updates every two weeks and they even allow customers to submit suggestions vote on requested features, and view the product roadmap. This, my friend, is totally original. Plus, they will never sell your data to third party or show you ads. I think that's really important. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it is the top-rated personal finance app. And now, listeners of this show get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com etm. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash E-T-M for your extended 30-day free trial. In those moments when money is just not moving as fast as your dreams, Earnit provides the financial momentum you need to keep moving forward. Earnit is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. You just download the Earnit app and verify your paycheck. Then you access up to $100 a day as you work, and you can leave an optional tip. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. I honestly would use Earnin in lots of different ways, but what's on my mind recently is I need a night out. I need some good tacos to sip on a few virgin margaritas and celebrate you all helping this podcast earn 26 million downloads. Make Earnin a part of your financial routine and join Earnin's over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about Earnin, I think about financial stability and security. Gives me a lot of peace of mind. Download Earnin today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earnin app, type in Talkin' Money under podcast when you sign up. It will really help the show. Talkin' Money under podcast. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank, subject to your available earnings daily max, pay period max, and location. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank & Trust, member FDIC. Everyone knows that putting money aside in savings is really important. But then what? Should you keep your savings locked in a CD for a higher rate or keep them liquid in a money market? Can your checking account help you save too? Or is it about creating the right combination? We believe real banking is a conversation. Let's talk about the savings options that are right for you. Learn more at sandyspringbank.com. Member FDIC. Step number three kind of rolls right into that. That's get credit where credit is due. And we talked about some of the ways to monitor your credit score already. I did have one question that comes up a lot. Uh, knowing that one of the factors is length of credit history, there's so much uh, information out there about should you close credit cards? And if you close a credit card, how does that impact your score? And then what if a credit card company actually closes your card? Like, How does that all work in your in your score? 
a lot of myth uh, around what happens when you close accounts, when accounts are closed. And you hit on one of them. When an account is closed, you do not lose the history for that account. We actually keep the payment history for 10 years from the date it's closed if there's been no late payments or no delinquency, no negative information. Wow. So closing account doesn't cause you to lose the history for that particular account. What happens is that if you have, particularly with credit cards, we call revolving accounts because you can carry a balance from one month to the next. When you close a credit card, you lose the available credit limit on that account. That results in what we call your utilization rate increasing. And utilization rate is just your balance to limit ratio. So if you add up all of your balances on your credit cards and all of your credit limits and then divide the total for your balances by the total for your limits, you get a percentage. You get a utilization rate or a ratio. That's what changes. When that goes up, it's a sign of risk. And so your scores will go down, usually temporarily. Uh, and so you know, our advice is always if you are in the process or planning to make a major credit purchase in the next three to six months, if you're planning to buy a house or a car, for example, leave the account alone mm. because you want you don't want to risk that dip in the score because utilization rate changes because it's just a, a matter of math. Uh, if you wait and then wait until you have the keys, for example, or you're buying a house, wait until they give you the keys and you, you're moved in and then close the accounts uh, so that you don't risk that score change. But again, typically the score will bounce back up because scores recognize, oh, you didn't take on a lot of new debt. That's not what caused that utilization rate to change. What caused it to change was you simply closed an account, which is actually not a sign of risk uh, in the long term. So, you know, be aware of what you're planning to do and take that into consideration. Uh, if a lender closes an account or calls you and says they're going to close an account, and that's happened to me. Uh, yeah. you know, they've, I've had accounts where they've called and said, hey, you, you haven't used it for a year. It costs them money to maintain that account, keep the records, comply with the law, all of those things. So if you're not using it, they may say, hey, you know, can we take it off our books? Can we close the account? I've had accounts where I've said, sure, I'm not worried about it. I'm not planning to apply for anything. I'm not terribly concerned. And if you close an account and you have really strong scores, it's probably not going to drop your scores enough to affect you in any real way, you'll still get the best terms and best rates. That's another thing to think about. Um, but I've said, yeah, close the account. I don't want it. I've had other accounts where they've said, hey, we're going to close it. I'm like, you know, I might want it. I do some shopping around the holidays with it and it can save me some money then. So I'll go make a small purchase, pay it off so that there's activity in that account and, and it, it stays open. Right. That's a That's a great tip. And is I should say, are there any ways if someone is rolling into the fall, into the holidays, and they're looking to boost their score, maybe yeah. they do want to, you know, buy something big in the new year, whatever that may be. Are there any quick ways to boost your score? Or does it take a matter of, you know, months in order to to get your score back up? I love the term boost these days. Uh, Experian launched a service we call Experian Boost. And it goes to you know, something you'd ask as well. You know, what if a person doesn't have a very long credit history? 
can they have good scores? And the answer is yes, they can. Experience Boost actually lets a person add their positive cell phone payments and their positive utility payments, so things like natural gas, water, electricity, as well as potentially cable television bills or satellite television bills to their credit report, to the, the positive information to help boost their credit scores. That's never been possible before. Mm, uh, it, yeah. In the past, utility companies, are they're state-regulated, and the state regulators often prohibit reporting positive information. Um, never fully understood why. <laughs> <laughs> it feels like a conspiracy there. <laughs> yeah, I did not know about that, but 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 it was but they would report the negative information. If you didn't pay those bills, you might see a collection account from your cell phone company, for example. So at Experian, we studied the impact of adding those positive payments and found that it doesn't affect the efficacy, a big word, it doesn't affect the efficacy of credit scores, meaning it doesn't cause a person who should not qualify to qualify. But if a person has a what we call thin credit file, a credit report of, with fewer than five accounts, we're seeing increases now of about 19 points on average. So that's not insignificant for a yeah, person who yeah. has, uh, you know, a, a score, say, you know, around 680, that would potentially get them right in the 700 range. It might save them money. Um, more importantly, it can help people who haven't had access to traditional credit and traditional banking systems and help them gain access to those systems, which can potentially break the cycles of predatory lending. It can help them have or qualify for lower cost services, so it could save them money. It can help people get better terms when they're leasing an apartment, for example, on paying a security deposit. Same thing can be true for utilities. You may have to pay a lower installment uh, fee or a security deposit. Uh, so it can help people save money. It can help them gain access to traditional services that help them be more financially healthy and more financially successful. So we're really excited about that. And it's really easy to do. Um, the other thing that's unique is that, well, two things. It's free. And right. it's, uh, it's, it's your choice. So it's you control what you want to have added. Uh, and, and that's never been done before. So at Experian, we've given people a choice. We've given them control over that choice uh, and help, uh, are helping them improve their credit histories. Uh, so really excited about that. Yeah, that's that's awesome. Anybody anybody could use a little boost. <laughs> Talking about money is hard. You know this already. All over the world, people are taught to never talk about money, politics, sex, or religion in polite company. On 50 Fires, a podcast about money and meeting from executive producers Chip and Joanna Gaines, host and financial conversationalist Carl Richards will remove money from that list by having frank, funny, and often difficult conversations about money, the kind we're all told not to have, with guests from all walks of life. In each episode, Carl will invite a new guest to answer the question, what does money mean to you? Their answers will reveal much more than their attitudes about money, spanning revelations about identity, community, faith, family, and the true meaning of wealth. Tune in to hear deep conversations about money and the meaning it holds in our lives. You can find 50 Fires on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. 
Hi, I'm Karina Bemisterfer, host of Morning Cup of Murder, your daily true crime podcast. Yes, you heard me right. Daily true crime. Every day, Morning Cup of Murder tells you a straightforward, short-form story about murder, true crime, cold cases, disappearances, serial killers, cults, and more. And I do that all in under 15 minutes. With over three years of stories and over 20 million downloads, the Morning Cup of Murder podcast has become a staple of so many people's daily routines. So why not add it to yours? Stream Morning Cup of Murder everywhere you listen to podcasts. And remember, stay safe. Imagine unlocking a version of yourself that's unstoppable, where mental barriers no longer hold you back. Listen to Mentally Stronger with me, Amy Morin, therapist and international bestselling author, here to guide you on a journey to reaching your greatest potential. Every Monday, I bring you into conversations with some of the most fascinating minds, experts, authors, entrepreneurs, athletes, and musicians. They don't just share stories. They reveal the mental strategies that propelled them to the top. But here's the real magic. At the end of each episode, I break down their wisdom into practical therapist-approved advice. In my solo episodes, I dive deep into the techniques that build mental strength. It's like having your own personal therapy session as you discover how to turn these insights into steps you can take right now. This podcast isn't just for those facing mental health challenges. It's for anyone who wants to push their limits, achieve peak performance, and truly thrive. Are you ready to unlock your full potential? Then it's time to become mentally stronger. Subscribe to Mentally Stronger with therapist Amy Morin, available wherever you love to listen to podcasts. <laughs> uh, yeah, step number four is is looking at your financial future, which of course is important. Uh, I know one of the things you talk about is is taking this time of the year to look at your 401k contributions. Is there a way to, I'll use the word boost again, to boost that up before the end of the year? And although that doesn't have a direct impact on your on your credit score or anything, you know, necessarily related to that, it can have a a big impact on on savings, lowering your tax bill, all sorts of things. Why why is the end of the year a great time to to think about some of those things? Well, at the end of the year, we're kind of in spending mode, uh, and we should also be thinking about being in a savings mode. We actually did a survey a number of years ago uh, with a very simple, small survey with the Consumer Federation of America, and it found that there was a direct correlation between good savings habits and good credit habits. Uh If you are saving well, that's going to help you weather any kind of economic downturn. It will help you if if you lose your job or if uh, you know you, you have an unexpected expense, you'll be able to continue to make those credit payments and those debt payments on time because you've saved and prepared for those situations. Similar issue with the 401k. You're thinking about long into the future, and that's really hard to do, especially when you're young. Uh, you know, millennials are. are in their 20s to mid-30s. I remember when I was in my mid-20s, and I've said I don't think there's really any difference between millennials and my generation, except that they have better technology. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So they have better toys. So and that doesn't mean I can't play with those toys now, too. I have all of the tech stuff. But, you know, in life, you know, it's hard to think about where am I going to be in 20 or 30 years? 
And so looking at your 401k, making sure that if you're working with a company that offers a match, that you take advantage of that match uh, for your contributions, especially if they're pre-tax, because that's free money. Uh, and it can mean a huge difference in where you are in terms of saving for retirement in the next 20 or 30 years. So really important to think ahead and end of the year is a good time to do that. Yeah, I'm a big fan of free money. So <laughs> yeah, it's hard to come by. yeah, I'll take anybody's free money. Uh, so the, our last step, step number five is financial holiday bliss. And there are so many different tips that I think we could go over for this one. But tell me a little bit about like, how do we have that ultimate financial holiday bliss? Are there things we haven't talked about that maybe we should be thinking about? Well, I, you know, there's so many things you can do. Uh, and, you know, maybe a bit too late this year, but if you start your holiday planning and shopping on January 2nd next of 2020, you may be able to save money al- along the way throughout the year. You can reduce the holiday stress that comes around in the following year because you're not running around trying to find that perfect gift. You've already done it in theory. But we also may see things like holiday bonuses that come along. I always caution people not to budget on a bonus because you don't know if you're going to get it. <laughs> you just, you know, so that that's a concern. If you, the bonus isn't there, you shouldn't you know, have it as part of your budget. Uh, you know, a, a bonus is kind of like that free money, but use it for things that are going to be beneficial in the long term. Put it in savings. Use it to pay down existing debt. So if you can reduce those credit card debts that you're going to recoup that bonus savings very quickly in reduced interest rates and lower fees and all of those sorts of things, uh, you know, make sure that you're preparing for the future. Use those funds to plan ahead and it will help the next year be a much more stress free or at least reduce stress holiday season and help you have a better, brighter financial future. I like that. So we'll give you one day, January 1st, to uh, to not have your, your stuff together. But January 2nd, that's the day. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Or maybe third. Maybe so, third. Right. Yeah. yeah. I love it. Well, Rod, this has been so fantastic. I would love for you to tell the listeners where they can go to find out more about Experian, Experian Boost, all the good things that we talked about. To learn more about Experian Boost, visit Experian.com slash Boost. I should add that, uh, and I don't think I explained, what happens with Experian Boost is that when you go to that website, you will tell us which accounts uh, you want to have included or which payments, and we you give us permission to access your checking account or your savings account that you pay that monthly bill through so that we can capture that payment and put it in your credit report. If you decide you don't want us to do that any longer, you can tell us to stop and we will. So again, it's it's fully your choice. Uh, and we can go back as much as 24 months and capture those payments. So you're not starting just from scratch. You get two years of history. That's why it helps in, improve those credit scores. So experience.com slash boost, uh, very easy to do. It's free. Uh, and we, we are seeing great results there. To learn more about credit reports and credit scores and all of the things that we do at Experian, you can visit Experian.com. We have a great advice column called Ask Experian, as well as lots of other great content. Uh, And uh, we encourage people to 
engage and be, be part of that process. Check your credit report. The one other website I'll add is annualcreditreport.com. That's the free annual credit report under federal law. I always try to mention that as well. I love all of Rod's tips. And I even tried to ask him some of the questions that you've sent me over the last few months about credit score in particular. And honestly, I learned a lot in this episode. But I think the tip that really stood out the most was number four when he talked about take a look at your financial future. You have to look at the numbers, of course. But I also want to suggest doing a silly but very impactful exercise. Grab a sheet of blank paper and some crayons or even a pen, and I want you to draw out what you want the next few months to look like. Have fun with it. Don't judge yourself. Just draw anything that comes to mind. Then look back at that picture and think about what money steps you need to take to bring that to life over the next few months. Drawing and listing out what you want is really such a great way to get your brain to come alongside your money, and it gives you direction. I have done these things over the last couple of years, and it has revolutionized how I think, act, and feel about money. Just my two cents. If you enjoyed this episode, hey, share it with your friends so they can also ace their fall financial checkup. Most of us have clothes that we've loved for years, maybe even decades. But it's harder than ever to find clothes that will stand the test of time. If you're looking for more pieces designed to last, you can't go wrong with American Giant. From hoodies and t-shirts to denim and more, they've got everything you need to build a wardrobe that you'll be proud of for years to come. All American Giant clothing is created with a commitment to doing things better. From the materials they use down to the last stitch in every piece. And everything is made right here in America, in partnership with people and communities. Because keeping things local ensures the kind of quality you'll appreciate as soon as you receive your order. Discover the American Giant difference today. Shop wardrobe essentials that last a lifetime at American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order when you use code LT23 at checkout. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com. Promo code LT23.